This is the Mexico Revealed Podcast. Welcome to the Mexico Revealed Podcast, episode three. <laughs> we are really rolling now. We have got serious mo momentum. Mo mojo mojo or mojo or whatever you want to call it. Obama. But episode three, that's pretty good. In this episode, we're going to talk about our favorite places to eat and food in Mexico City. Okay. It's a good topic. You know what, though? We do like food. Yes. You know, before we talk about places like to eat, I think it would be important to explain how people eat in Mexico for especially Mexico City right if you go to the tourist places it, you don't maybe get that as much because all the hotels cater to foreign tourists so they have they'll have lunch at noon or you know when you're at the tour the resorts you can kind of follow that same schedule but if you go to Mexico City it's a little bit different <laughs> right bless you salud salud that's what you say when someone sneezes in Mexico. Salud. Yes. And then if they sneeze twice, you say salud dinero. And then the third time, amor. Salud love. dinero, amor. Yep. Help. Love. I forgot that one. Help, money, and, help love. money and love. That's right. That's right. Ah. Those are your three three wishes. So it's, it's good to know that, right? Especially if you're going to Mexico City or a place that's not as dominated by tourists. So I think the key thing to know there, right, is the comida. Because that's in traditional Mexican society, that's the most important meal of the day, correct? Yes, that's when their yes. whole family gets together. Aunts, uncles, cousins, grandma, grandpa, everybody. And it's really part of, I think, the, I think it comes from the Spanish culture, right? After the conquest and Mexico was a colony of Spain for many years. And then Mexico gained its independence from Spain, like the U.S. gained its independence from England. But we still have a lot of the cultural influence and I think that is part of that, the comida that is in the middle of the day. And so that usually takes place at around 2.30 or 3 o'clock. So it's not your typical lunch. Yeah, so if you Late think you're going to go to lunch in Mexico City at 11, you, you're going to have to wait because it won't be open. Well, you could go to a place that's like a breakfasty type place and have like brunch. If you're going to eat at 11, I think they would call that almuerzo. So you have your desayuno, which is breakfast. Then it makes me think of like in the Lord of the Rings, the Hobbits, they talk about second breakfast, right? Because it's a long time from breakfast till 2.30 yeah. or 3. Yes. So sometimes people have an almuerzo, which is like late, late morning, second breakfast. And then you have your comida, 2.30 or 3. And then people will have a cena that would be like dinner or supper, but usually that's later. And, and I think traditionally that's more a lighter meal than the comida. It's like a, it's like a snack. Mm-hmm. And late, because I remember, Scott, we'd hire a babysitter to 
tend these kids. We'd go out to a restaurant at like, I don't know, 6.30 or 7. And there would be the ladies who lunch still lunching from the comida. And we were ready for dinner. (laughs) We'd be going for dinner and there would still be people who are still lingering from their comida. Yes. Six. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They just... That lunch lasts a long time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's definitely the big meal. And I think with school at Lomas Altas, didn't they let you out in time so you could go have your comida? What time did you get out of school, you kids? I think we got out at, like, 2. 2. Mm-hmm. I think it was 2. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so that gives you time to go home and have your comida with your family but didn't you mm-hmm. have like an almuerzo there because yeah lunch. i mean i packed lunches right so yeah and they That's gave us cool. a little lunch time and yeah. there was a tiendita where you could buy like molletes and little chocolate covered marshmallows those we have good. to explain what's a mollete <laughs> yeah what would you get at the tien first of all what is a tiendita for those who don't speak tiendita is means little shop yeah and a mollete is like a bolillo roll, like a roll. And then you put like refried beans on it and I think some cheese. In hindsight, that sounds kind of gross. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but it's actually I really good. I remember loving it. <laughs> yeah. you, so you guys grill, ate okay? those. It's like a grilled yeah. cheese with beans. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I feel like people only eat beans on bread outside of the United States. Because I know I've heard of them doing that in like England too. Yeah, I think beans are like beans my favorite meal outside of America. <laughs> yeah. Sam, did you ever have the mollete at Lomas Altas? Probably. <laughs> you don't remember? Sam's a peanut butter man. Yeah. Yeah. Did you make him a lunch, Marianne? Yes, I did every single day. Okay. And Melissa and Caroline. So who ran the tiendita at Lomas Altas? Who was the, who was in charge of that? Just, they just a had lady. some yeah, like a lady. They had some ladies that ran it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Long it was for- five pesos for a chocolate covered marshmallow. I don't know, get those. <laughs> How do you remember this? I don't know. Five pesos. That's pretty yeah. good. That's so in dollar terms today, that would be like uh, 25 cents, something like that. Well, that was a couple years ago too. So mm-hmm. yeah. Was it a big chocolate marshmallow or like yeah, a big yeah, size? Big, like like big. this big, like, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember Sam used to like those conejos. Remember those, Sam? That means bunny. Yeah, those little chocolate bunnies. Conejo. Yeah, I love those. Yes. Yes. Did they have those at the Tiendita? Were I those, remember. They had those? I, think so. I think they did. I, I remember. Yeah. My mom would give me some pesos, like 20 pesos, and I would... Oh, yeah, I think they did. I remember Sam buying a bunch of those. And chokies as well. I would always get chokies. Chokies, which are like Chips Ahoy. Yeah, explain chokies, Sam. Um, They're like, yeah, Chips Ahoy, basically, cookies, like Mm -hmm. processed cookies. But they're pretty good. 
They're kind of crunchy, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lots of chocolate I chips on them. I remember in the tiendita, they also had these like lollipops. They're like classic Mexican lollipops. They're like pineapple flavor, but then they have this like white top oh. on it, but it like fizzes. It's like a it like it fizzes looks in your like mouth. a beer bottle. <laughs> Like but it has a no, foam. No, I'm serious. I'm serious. Yeah, like a foam. It looks like a mini little. <laughs> but I think beer, it's like it's a pineapple flavor. Alcoholic. <laughs> but it's, those were really good too. It's a candy. Yeah, yeah, it's a candy. Did you ever have? Also, Mexico is famous for. I mean, we're kind of getting into the snack realm, but yeah, they're kind of they're kind of famous for the the candies that have chile. Right? Did you ever yeah. like those? No. And all my, all, all and my friends would like on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all my friends would buy bags of chips and then like pour the chili in it, and shake it up, and then eat it. Chips yeah, chili. they love that down there. Yeah. I or never really got into that. You get the jicama and you dump the tahine sprinkles all over it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. No, the the Valentina sauce. Yeah, that too. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they put that on pizza. They put that on everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember yes. like all the in the snack realm, all of the like chips and candy. Most of it comes with like chili on it. So yeah. when you go to the store, you want to buy some Doritos, but then you buy some Doritos and they're like chili Doritos. Yeah, and they're labeled as normal Doritos, but you know that they're the spicy Doritos. Yeah, yeah. that's true. You, they know. spice it up for Mexico. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's. they say it's just like regular nacho Doritos, but if you buy them, they taste like the super spicy Doritos that you get. And, and then the super here. spicy Doritos, it's like ooh. Yeah. That's true. So if you like the spicy, you can definitely find it in Mexico. Um, I mean, even even like the sweet candy, there were some of the sweet candies that would have chile on them, right? Or chili flavored or didn't you? Yeah, squinkles. Squinkles, what are those? (laughs) It's like, uh, I don't know how to describe them. It's like fruit. You know how in America we have those like sour strip things and you eat them? Yeah. It's like those, but they're like sweet, but with chili powder on them. So they're like little gummy know. noodles. Yeah, like gummy noodles with chili on What them. did you call it? Squinkles. 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 I remember so did you my like friends those, getting Melissa? those. Your, your friends would get them, but did you like it? Um, I think I only tried it once and... I was little and didn't like chili back then. So no, maybe I, I need to retry them. Do you like chili now? Has that changed? Mm, no, but maybe I need to have an open <laughs> mind about it. I guess we're a good example of a family that can survive seven years in Mexico with children that don't really like chili. <laughs> it's possible <laughs> right. you can still survive. Well, For those of you, they ate less candy that way. That's true. For those of you who are considering traveling to Mexico, but you're worried about having to eat stuff with chile, you can survive without eating massive chile, as we can 
attest to. Yeah. But we survived that, didn't we? So getting back to the the eating and stuff like that. Um, so what are some of we? What are some of the one thing about Mexico City is there's this tremendous restaurants and food there. Would you agree? I mean, yes. it really, yeah. it really, it really stacks up with New York or some of these places that are considered real like uh, centers for amazing restaurants. And the thing I loved about it is like you could go to a restaurant and you don't have to wait half hour, 45 minutes to get in. There's always space because there's so many restaurants, such mm -hmm. culinary choices to choose from that there's always space. So it's yeah. a lot easier to eat out there than in other big cities in America. Yeah, and really can. good service too. Yes. Yeah, there's All a real there's a real uh, culture of service and spirit of service, and a lot of the the people that work in the restaurants are real professionals. So mm -hmm. oftentimes in the U S it's people who are just have a second job or learning or going through school or sort of like things like that. But, but for lots of restaurants in Mexico, it's a, it's a, it's a career for people. And so it kind of generates that, uh, um, that spirit of service. So. Yes. And all you have to do is this. And someone is immediately at your table. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's something different from America is in Mexico. The I know a lot of Americans don't like it when like the waiters watch them like eat their food. But in Mexico, the waiters are always very attentive. And if you need something, they're gonna be right there with you really quickly. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, so that's something that's nice about it. But then on top of that, you just have tremendous restaurants and tremendous food. I think I remember reading a, an article in the Wall Street Journal not too long ago that's, that was saying that there are basically three original cuisines in the world and all other cuisines kind of derive from those three cuisines everything else is kind of a, an influence of that or influenced by that. And the three cuisines were French cuisine, Chinese and Mexican. So mm, that was a, wow. I seem to remember that. So my three favorite, there's a lot of influence. <laughs> and so, and, and I mean, I guess this is also deviating a little bit, but there's a lot of ingredients that are native to Mexico that are found throughout the world now but are native to Mexico or to the Americas, which includes everything from tomatoes, corn, chocolate, uh, potatoes. Turkey. Turkey. Uh, I don't know, there's a whole long list. You can Google it, but it's, uh, there's tons of just amazing food items that are, are native to the Americas that nobody had in Europe or in the rest of the world before, uh, um, you know, the Americas were discovered and colonized and everything like that. So it spread throughout the world. So, so a lot of great things to eat in Mexico and a real great spirit of food in Mexico. 
So with that in mind, do we want to talk about some of our favorite places to eat in Mexico? I mean, there's everything Mexico from like City? fancy food. Yeah, well, let's talk about Mexico City. I mean, there's places throughout, but but uh, do you, what do you, where do you guys like to eat in Mexico City when we live there for those who want to visit? El Califa. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's a good start. Mm -hmm. Strong okay. start. <laughs> so explain what El Califa is. Tacos, tacos. Al Pastor, those mm -hmm. are my favorite. Yeah, so it's a chain. That, El, El Califa is really a chain. What is it? It's like pork or something? Mm -hmm. I don't know. On, yeah, on like a stick, and then they like spin it around, pineapple. and then they slice like little pieces off of it. Mm -hmm. It's really good. And put pineapple on it. I love the pineapple that goes with that. Yeah. I have a picture from our recent trip of the big al pastor, al pastor um, thing. We can insert it. Okay. So, yeah, on. definitely in the bonus content. Bonus and content. And yeah, I like so the, to get the Agua de Jamaica at El Califa, which is mm -hmm. they take the hibiscus leaves, flowers, and they dry them. And then they kind of make like a, a tea, a sweet tea, I guess. I mean, mm -hmm. it's not tea. It's like hibiscus leaves that have been boiled and cooled and it's added like an, sugar. It's like an herbal tea. Mm -hmm, yeah, it's good. Mm -hmm. It's like juice. Yeah. Juice. Good mm -hmm. stuff. So El Califa, there's a lot of different taco places throughout Mexico and, and in Mexico City. There's lots of chains. There's several that are good. Our kind of favorite is El Califa. There are several El Califas. And tacos, and it's important to know, I mean, we don't, if you've never been to Mexico, a taco, a traditional taco in Mexico is not like a crunchy taco in America. <laughs> Right. <laughs> the first time I ever saw a crunchy taco in America, we were at like Taco Bell or something. And I thought I said, that's a fake taco because I hadn't ever I experienced the real tacos before the fake crunchy tacos. That's right. I like remember that. Taco snobs. Well, <laughs> I remember that was Melissa. That was, in, that was at the food court in Tucson, Arizona, on one of our trips that we had, dri dri had driven back to America from Mexico through yeah, Morales. We, we, we barely crossed the border. We stopped in Tucson to get some lunch and went to the food court there. And I thought I just hadn't had Taco Bell for a while. And I guess maybe that's kind of blasphemous on my part to travel from Mexico and go to Taco Bell. <laughs> but I, I, you know, I was in the mood for it. So I got the crunchy tacos and, and Melissa, I remember you saying to me, that's not a taco. That's a chip. <laughs> <laughs> She's not wrong. It is a chip. Yeah. It's like a form of it. It's like a chip in the form of a taco that you stuff with stones inside. So, so yeah, so that is not how tacos are in Mexico, original traditional tacos because the original traditional tacos are made with actual corn tortillas. And those corn tortillas are soft, right? Like a, like a uh, flour tortilla, many people are familiar with. Except it's made from corn, it's a little bit smaller. Yeah, it's pretty small. It's mm -hmm. like, for our YouTube watchers, it's like mm -hmm. this. <laughs> yeah, so it's a little bit smaller size. 
And so then they'll take that taco and usually put some sort of meat on it and maybe a few other things. But again, a traditional taco doesn't have a lot of stuff on it either, like cheese or lettuce or things like that. It just usually is just tortilla and meat with maybe a little bit of garnish, like some cilantro, like a typical El Pastor taco has a little bit of onion, a little bit of cilantro, and, and maybe a slice of pineapple. So how and many have you eaten in one sitting? I know you had like a contest with our brother. Oh, well, yeah. No, I think we didn't really have a contest, but yeah, when Dave and Rebecca were down, so Dave and I, I think we ate about 40 tacos between the two of us, something like that. I don't know. 40. <laughs> Maybe if Dave watches this or listens to the podcast, he can confirm that for me. But uh, He's I not going to like that you've said that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was eating them too. It was between the two of us. So right, I don't know. Right, it was like right, 30, right. Or 30 or 40 tacos. It was a lot. They're kind of smaller, but. Uh, They're good. They're just addictive. Mm-hmm. And you just eat one. Let's have another. The guys yeah. just keep bringing them. So. Yeah. yeah, and they're not that expensive. So, in the El Pastor it sounds mentioning it's it's uh, it's pork and it's marinated with a special sort of pastor marinade that they use, and then they put it. It's kind of in slices, and it's on a on a stick on a what do you call those things, Marianne? The, spit on a spit or kind of like euros in, in the Greek, you know, but it's on a thing. It's on a stick and then there's a flame on the side that kind of cooks it and then they turn it and then the taco guy will take his knife, you know, cut little pieces off of the, of the spit as it's cooking, put them onto the tortillas and then a little bit of onion, a little bit of cilantro, slice a little, there's like a little pineapple thing on top, slice a little piece of pineapple off, stick it on there. And there you go. I like to put a little salts on it. I know some of you don't like the salsa, but I like to put kind of one of these red salsas on it. And that makes for some good eating, definitely. Yes. So I'd say, would, would all of you agree that your favorite taco is the taco al pastor? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. If you go to a taco place and you don't know what to get, just order that. It's good mm-hmm. every time. Yeah. So. In El Khalifa, I think one of the things I like about El Khalifa's tacos al pastor is they're, they're not as greasy. I think some places it can get a little bit greasier, but they're... It's not so greasy at El Khalifa. It's good quality. So we like that. It's a clean environment. Mm-hmm. They do a good job keeping it clean. Yeah. And, uh, but there's other types of tacos. I mean, I like the tacos, uh, you know, beef steak tacos, which is just basically a beef taco where they kind of cut the beef into small little pieces and put it into the taco. And, and and that, and that usually doesn't even have any garnish or anything. You can just put a little salts on it, and it's just you know beef in a in a tortilla. But I like those. Uh, you can get tacos even more exotic, like tongue beef tongue tacos or or tripe. You know what tripe is? Yes. Tripa. Because I sell it in the grocery store as if it's just normal stuff, big pieces of it. Yeah, stomach, tripe stomach. is like cow's stomach innards. Stomach. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. I remember seeing all of that stuff at Costco in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. They don't have that at Costco here. <laughs> I don't know. You should look. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't think they do. So if you want to get adventurous, you can try one of those sorts of tacos. 
put a little salts on it, you know. Or just stick to the al pastor. <laughs> At least for that. your first time. It's good. Mm -hmm. It's very good. Wash it down with a Jamaica, you know, or something like that. Or, you know, Coca-Cola is very popular and Coca-Cola in Mexico generally is made with cane sugar instead of corn syrup. So it's, you know, lots of people like to drink Coke and in, in Mexico it's very popular. Or just be healthy and drink water. So, bottled water. <laughs> bottled water. Yeah. I go to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We became, we became a real bottled water family, didn't we, living in Mexico? I think that was something. Yeah. Yes. I think that had a long-term impact on me. Oh, yeah. I really like water out of bottles. Yeah. You don't, you don't drink it out of the tap anymore? It's no, just or even just like cups. Bottle. I'll just refill water bottles. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Marianne, did you drink bottled water that much before you moved to Mexico, or or? No, and then mm -hmm. I drank it all the time, and now I still drink it, and I'm getting like little lines. Too much bottled <laughs> water. I gotta start drinking it out of glasses more. <laughs> yeah, because that's yeah. another thing about Mexico is oftentimes. Uh, they don't have the as good of a water distribution system. And so you have to be a little bit careful about drinking the water. So that's, that's kind of a thing people will say about Mexico and there, there's some truth to that. So generally you should avoid drinking water out of the tap and stick to a bottled water or oftentimes they'll have, it's called, they're called garrafons that are like large bottles, like a, like a, Five gallon. Yeah, what do they call those things in America, in the U.S., Marianne? Like a bottled water station or something, or a water yeah. dispenser, or I don't know. Yeah, just those big water cooler things. Yeah, water the water cooler. There you go. That's yeah. <laughs> so you can have like a water cooler type thing that has a bottled water uh, thing. But on I top will of it. say this about the ice. You know, like if you're in a nice restaurant and you order, say, a Fanta or Diet Coke or whatever, and they bring you a glass filled with ice, you're going to be fine. The ice is clean ice. If you're in a, you know, a normal, nice-ish type restaurant, you don't have to worry. Oh, no, it's ice. It's contaminated. It'll be fine. It's fine. Because yeah. the Mexicans don't want to drink contaminated stuff either, so... You're good. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Because anybody can get sick when the water is contaminated. And yeah, I like ice in my drinks. So you can definitely get ice in your drinks. Yes. Although I don't. I'm a non, I like it the Mexican way. Forget the ice. Just bring up the drink. Yeah. Sounds good. You can drink the ice. That being said, I don't like ice. <laughs> That's what mom is saying. Yes. Basically. Thank you for the yes. translation. <laughs> yes. Maybe now we should do like a rapid fire of some of our other favorite restaurants in Mexico City. Yeah, like faster. Because okay. the El Califa is good tacos, but Mexico also has a ton of like international food too. So true. That's All right. right. So let's that's go a... around and everybody say something. Yeah, just one comment though related to that, because you make a good point, Melissa, especially talking about Mexico City, because Mexico City, as I said before, is a very 
very amazing city for cuisine and food and restaurants. And, uh, and it's all sorts of cuisine. It's not just tacos on the street. It's, it is international cuisine. It's, you know, different cuisines from other places. You can find anything in very high quality. So that's one thing that's great about Mexico city is just the, the options and all the, uh, the different alternatives you have for places to eat and places to go out. So with that in mind, yeah. So do you want to talk about some more, Melissa, did you have something or who wants to go first on that? Go Melissa. Um, okay. One that I want to go back to is called L'Entrecote. It's a French restaurant. They serve just steak and fries and it's really good. So did we go there when you were an intern down there, Melissa? Or yes. was that you, went, you went with me too? Okay. Well, yeah. that's the place we went to in Paris, which is great. And then yeah. they opened one in Mexico. But yeah. that was it after we moved. Yeah. Melissa, does it taste the yeah, same? Yeah, it tastes the same. It yeah. tastes really good. That is authentic French food. It's in Polanco by Lincoln Park. Nice. Okay. At least, at least it was there. I mean, one thing, one caveat about all this is with all this COVID disruption, who knows what's happened to all the restaurants and things. So we need to, we need to go down there and scout out some of these places again to see, make sure they're yes. still open. Culinary because, tour. because yeah, I don't know. It's been a huge disruption. So, but yeah, that was fun. So that's an example of a French restaurant that has a, that has a, an outpost in Mexico city that serves that same French food, which is really good. All right. So that's a good one. Anybody else? I have one. Uh, you go mom. What's the name of that one? That's Catalan food. It's in Lomas by the Superama next Bacaya? door. Bacaya? Bacaya? Yeah. Bacaya. It's just a little cozy, mm -hmm. small, quaint little place. Yes. But you feel like you're in Spain for a minute there. Yes, it's really good. And it's, that's fine dining. So that's just a small little place in kind of this little by the grocery store. But it's definitely fine dining. You know, it's, it's yes. very high end, very nice restaurant. That's a good one. Yes. What about you, Caroline? Um, I was just thinking of one that's a little more casual, Cafe O, the mm -hmm. breakfast place that's really good. I guess it's kind of more of Mexican breakfast options, mm -hmm. um, but it has really good food and really good pastries. Well, it's in a fun atmosphere too in Lomas. It's a residential area, lots of trees and just kind of a fun relaxing environment mm, they always have the soccer matches on the tvs <laughs> so it's fun to watch <laughs> so what i love yeah oh, sorry go ahead i was just gonna say what if if we were going to go to cafe o for breakfast so like a mexican breakfast what would you order me yeah um i don't know what would you order I, I would order, order. I, I'd order the huevos rancheros yeah, and, was, and maybe like a little bowl of mango, sliced mango <laughs> to go with my huevos rancheros. 
What with the red, with the red sauce. I learned, I used to go there after I dropped you kids off at school sometimes. I go there with the ladies who breakfast. Oh boy. <laughs> from the school. <laughs> oh, it was fun. And I learned that, let's say you want huevos rancheros, but you don't know because you like the red sauce, but you also like the green sauce. You can get both and you call it huevos divorciados, like divorced eggs, because one, and then they put red sauce on one and green on the other. So one red and one green. Yeah. I was learning all sorts of culinary tricks from my friends. Good tip. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, something else that I really like at Cafe, oh, I'm sorry, I, my first pick was the, the huevos rancheros, but maybe my second pick would be the chilaquiles. That's good. Maybe you can get those divorciados as well. Oh, I like it with the green sauce. I like the chilaquiles with green. Because I think you can get red sauce for those too. But chilaquiles, for, you, for those who don't know, are like tortilla strips that have been cooked in like a sauce or that sort of thing. And then they'll usually they'll put like a little bit of chicken on top and a little bit of that cheese. What kind of what do they call that cheese? It's like a uh, kind of like a crumbly yeah. cheese. I can't remember what that was. Now come like back. Cotija. Cotija? Yeah. Cotija, yes. Yeah. Queso cotija. Mm -hmm. That's and like some eating onions. chips for breakfast, and it's really yeah. good. It's like chips with a salsa on it, and then a little bit of chicken, a little bit of onion, some of that cotija cheese. Those are good. Sounds like nachos. <laughs> yeah. I like those. It's what about you, Melissa? What would you like to order there? Hot chocolate. Okay. Oh, and they have fresh orange juice too. Mm -hmm. Yes, fresh good. really good. How, How about, about you, you, Sam? Uh, I don't remember. Come on. I don't, I don't think you remember. We were there right before COVID hit. We were we there. Yes. <laughs> What did well, I we get? We went down to Mexico for a wedding. We were the most recent. I don't remember what I got, Mom. You got French toast. <laughs> oh, I did. <laughs> Con mucho maple. Oh. Lots of syrup, maple syrup. Well, not a surprise. I love the French toast. Yes. Sam, Sam always will count on the French toast. So, so that's good. Yeah, Cafe O. So, who 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 brought up Cafe O? Was that you, Caroline, or who was it? Yeah. Okay. All right, Sam, can you think of another restaurant you like in Mexico City? 50 Friends already mentioned. No. no. Well, I love 50 Friends, so. Well, what is 50 Friends? It's a pizza place, and it's my all-time favorite pizza. Like thin crust pizza, really it's good. Really good. It's, they, they like, you can like almost watch them make it, like the fresh sauces and the, and the dough. It's really mm -hmm. good. Mm -hmm. Yes, that is very good. They, uh, there's one by uh, Lincoln Park in Polanco, right? And there's one in the in Interlomas in the mall up there. And Santa Fe, right? Well, and they open, or in, there's one in uh, Arcos Bosques, the Pantalon, you know, by the uh, by the Nobu. Mm -hmm. Speaking of the Pantalon, mm -hmm. the next best restaurant is Nobu, like you said. 
Yes. We really like Nobu, which is not a Mexican restaurant. No, but it's international. We're Mm -hmm. mixing in the international ones. It's expensive. Just be prepared. You're going to But it's worth it. Yes, it's very expensive. Best sushi you'll ever have. I kind of like, in fact, I think I like the Nobu in Mexico City better than the Nobu in Houston. I agree. Part of the nice thing about Nobu in Mexico City is you never have to, you don't, you need, you don't need a reservation. You don't need to wait. You usually can just walk in. And it's huge. It's a huge mm-hmm. space. Lots of tables. And they do a great job. It's really good food. Mm-hmm. So that's a real good go-to place. And that's an example of how in Mexico City, there's a lot of international cuisine. So you can get yeah. Nobu sushi in Mexico City. That's really good. A good Chinese place is Blossom. They have really good Yes, food. we like that one. That's on, yeah. Palm, on Avenida de las Palmas. <clears throat> that, was, that was close to your school. So that was a fun place to go to. Yes. Mm, that one was really good. Really high quality. Mm-hmm. And my favorite Mexican for culture and fine dining is Hacienda de los Morales. That place is amazing. Just even just to walk <laughs> in, look around and walk out, even if you don't yeah. even there. I mean, it's, are you kidding me, Sam? It is amazing. <laughs> it's, okay. it's an old Hacienda <laughs> and it has all the original architecture and some of the original paintings and furniture. I mean, it is amazing. I don't really like the food. It's too too fancy. <laughs> they make Caesar salad at your they table. They excuse. <laughs> yeah. No, hey, Sam's entitled to his opinion. That's good. It is a it is a neat atmosphere, though. Definitely, you'd have to agree with that, right, Sam? To be in this like old hacienda because yeah, it is a. Cool. I mean, it's in the middle of the city now, but at one point it was like a big. You know, it's a farm, a hacienda, mm-hmm. and has that whole colonial style to it, which is beautiful and really neat. And now it's like just surrounded by freeways and big buildings, but it's like this little oasis. Yeah, it still feels history. like secluded. Mm-hmm. It doesn't they really feel like you're in the middle of the city. I think they have big weddings and parties there in addition to just restaurant stuff. Yeah, yeah, I've been to conferences there and stuff, so... You can have meetings and things. So yeah, that's a, that's a neat place. And it is, it's, that is, that is fine dining Mexican style. So that's kind of a traditional Mexican fine dining approach where you'll find things on the menu that are kind of interesting, like huitlacoche and, uh, um, you know, stuff like that, that is kind of traditional. We have to explain what's huitlacoche. Huitlacolche is like a fungus that grows on corn and it's used to make. (laughs) (laughs) Sound very appetite. Well, cheese is made from fungus and mushrooms, you know. Right. Right. Eat fungus. What's the one where the the ants? Special yeah, that, well, the, the, yeah, like, uh, um, Ormigas, something or other. Yeah, Ormigas oh, are yeah. ants. Yeah, so. but, like, it's, like, special delicacy. Yes. 
Because I remember yeah. one time for Christmas, we were invited to some really nice friends' home, and they had that as an appetizer. You like put it on crackers or something. Yeah. Or a little bread. Yeah, I'm trying to remember oh. what they call those. The, uh, I mean, I've had like, uh, um, what do they call those? Chiniquilis, which are like, uh, yeah. those are like those bugs. Are eggs. Well, those, those are, the are... Eggs the ants, maybe. No, it's the ant eggs, right? Yeah. Yeah, not yeah, the but there's ants. a there's a word for that in in uh, in Mexico. And okay. I can't remember what that's called. Huevos de hormiga. I just looked it up. Is it escamoles? Escamoles, yes, yes it's escamoles. Yes. That's right. The more direct definition. Escamoles, yes. and those are like little <laughs> ant eggs. They're actually quite good. And those, those, that can be like they're served like kind of like a taco. So again, you take your tortilla and you put some escamoles in it, maybe a little bit of salsa, and you eat it like a taco. Those are actually quite good. I remember about that Christmas when we were invited to those friends' house. They had quite a few people there. Mm -hmm. So we'd gone out the day before to a flower market. We bought this huge, beautiful spray of white flowers with greenery. It was really beautiful. And we took it to their house as hospitality gift. Little did we know that that specific type of spray and design was for funerals. We gave them oh. a funeral bouquet. Okay. So, oh, thank you. And put it <laughs> hidden in some room. They didn't say anything to us. I learned later about our faux pas. All right. Oh, awkward. Well, why did you think yeah. of that, though? We're talking about food. What made you think of that? Because that's where we had the escamoles. Oh, okay. At their house for the first time. Escamoles. Those are good. I actually like those. So maybe I'll finish with one more restaurant and then we'll wrap it up. Um, and Mexico, like I said, is a place, Mexico City is known for its amazing restaurants and cuisine. And usually there'll be some restaurants from Mexico City that end up on the list of the top 50 restaurants in the world. So, you know, there's like a top 50 restaurants in the world list that comes out every year. And usually there's two or three Mexico City restaurants on that list. And that's global. And one of the restaurants that is on that list almost every year, and in fact, I was just looking, and this they didn't do a list last year, I guess, because of COVID. But, but from 2019, it was number 12 on the list out of 50, the top 50 in the world. And that, is, that restaurant is Pujol. Pujol. Yeah. Although we knew the owners of the restaurant, they called it Pujol, didn't they, Marianne? Or was it? Everybody calls it Pujol. P-U-J-O-L. But uh, did they call it Pujol or did they call it Pujol? Do you remember, Marianne? No, I don't remember. remember. Yeah, that restaurant's in the top 50 every year. And we went there a few times. And it's just it's really good. It's a very sort of haute cuisine take on traditional Mexican ingredients. So some of these, like a huitlacoche, or you know, these sort of Mexican type ingredients in Mexican cuisine, but prepared and presented in a very haute cuisine way, which is like very fine dining. And uh, 
and very creative and really good. That's in Polanco. Definitely, if you if you yeah. want to have some very fine dining experience in Mexico City, and one that has that traditional Mexican element that's not just like a Nobu, which is you know in in America or that sort of thing. you know very Mexican but very fine dining, Pujol is is a great choice. That's really good. Yeah, maybe, we'll, maybe we need to go, maybe we can go there next time we're down there. But uh, okay, well, those are some restaurant ideas. I think that's probably wraps it up for episode three. Anything else you want to comment about, or you know, don't for just, dinner. don't don't go to uh, don't try <laughs> to go to lunch at noon because they're not going to open until one. So that's our, our best tip for you. <laughs> and don't think that if you got you're hungry at eight thirty at night that everything's going to close because they're going to no. stay open. Yeah. In fact, there may not be many people eating dinner at six or seven. Right. Just yeah. the ladies who are still there from lunch. Yeah, the leftovers <laughs> from, from the comida. But great options. If you can get down to Mexico City, just amazing places to eat. Definitely have the tacos. So I think that wraps it up for episode three. Thanks for joining us. Be sure again to... Be sure again to visit our website, MexicoRevealed.com, for bonus content. And you can listen to our podcast on the, all the, you know, the big platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music. And we also are on YouTube. So visit our YouTube channel as well for the video version of our podcast. So thanks again for joining us. Have a great Make night. Make sure to like and subscribe. That's right. <laughs> subscribe so that you can get on our list that bell. exactly good plug sam thanks for reminding us of that down below <laughs> so that Comment. you can so that you can hear about when our next episodes come out Love any to hear suggestions your comments. you want you know put them in the comments yeah, yeah. yeah anything we'll you want to hear all. about and i'll just mention this on our website you can even buy us a taco to support your favorite podcasters so <laughs> even you can try that <laughs> <laughs> all right well thanks again for joining us and we'll talk to you soon bye-bye bye bye, bye.